post loudness. Audio on the French. Underwear all flopping out. This is Refresh, a show about things we plug in, program, and play with. I'm Al Cox, and <laughs> oh I'm the senior producer at Card Against Humanity. And Loud Eater. Mm-hmm. And I'm James T. Green, an independent designer and developer. So I came here directly from the airport. We just got done with one of our biggest conventions of the year, PAX East. So I'm going to eat some peanut butter filled pretzels on the air because people really enjoy it when I eat on podcast. Yeah. I mean, utterly disgusting, mm. but that's fine. Mm. So I came to James exhausted and was like, I really want to talk about the tech we travel with because this is a, this is another one of the, those things where it's like, ah, hot tips. This is how you fold your clothes and compress them and blah, blah, blah. So what did you bring with you? Because I saw like your suitcases and you had like two giant suitcases and I'm like, how do you travel like this? So my rule of thumb is to pack everything you need plus one of them. Um, because one and none is two is one, as we all know. <laughs> yes. Um, so, and that includes uh, electronics, except for my iPad, even though I was very tempted to bring my iPad Pro and my little iPad. I travel with, um, I have to travel for work with my MacBook Pro because I do editing on the road. So, yeah, and my biggest thing really is uh, I've, I've, I've pared down my tech travel actually a ton since uh, I was a kid because I used to bring on planes um, like four books, my Game Boy, uh, my (laughs) Game Gear. (laughs) I just love getting on the plane with, you know, basically nothing. Uh, oh, and hand sanitizer. Hand sanitizer and water. Oh, you're a hand sanitizer things. user. Ooh. Oh, wait. I'm not a fan of hand whoa, sanitizer. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> it's, it's, it's weird. It's goopy. It smells funky. If it smells funny, oh, I'm just going to go to the bathroom and wash my hands. Totally fair, except when you are on a plane, you do not want to go into that bathroom. That bathroom That's is, fair. oh, wow. And, and you know about the, the water rule, right? What? What's a water Don't rule? Don't drink water water on a plane. Well, of course not. I'm not going to do that. Why why on earth would I do that? Because people don't know. People don't know that that water is just filthy. Is this recycled piss? It's not exactly that, but basically, yes. Filtered. Basically, (laughs) filtered. Filtered Not even, yeah. (laughs) Um, So do yourself a favor. Fill up your water bottle at one of the little gross drinking, even those gross uh, uh, drinking fountains around the airport better than airplane water. So whenever James and I are like at a meeting, I see him pull out his laptop and his iPad. <laughs> totally fair. As we've discussed, uh, I like working with multiple screens. A lot more people are doing it. It can be really efficient and fun. However, then he pulls out all of these dongles and and then multiple hard drives. And this is something that like I can totally commiserate with because as a, as a film editor, that's something that you do often. However, this is just something that I see you do like every day. <laughs> so, so what's going on? It's, it's not every day, Alex. It's, it's not every day. <laughs> Well, let me let me explain but, to you but what's you going. Ca- but do you carry them with you every day? Let me, let me explain I, to you what's let's going see what's on. Let's see what's happening. Let, let me explain what's going on here. So, I think to put everything in context, my main daily driver is this lovely 11-inch MacBook Air. 
So it's not the biggest as far as storage goes. So there's some days where I forget to load stuff on my desktop before I leave. That oh. case, I'm just taking my entire one terabyte drive with me and carrying around every fucking file I own. So that's usually when I'm carrying that. The other little thing that you're talking about, my little, I call it my little travel pouch. <laughs> it's like the it's like the equivalent to the fanny pack that I'll never wear. So the case that everything is here, it's this um a Nantech felt case. Um I was recommended it to it um by Max Barkey. And it came with this little bitty ass pouch and I had no idea what the fuck this pouch was. But apparently this pouch is supposed to be for your charger. Um, it's just mo- meant to carry around your little MacBook Air charger. But I was like, that is pointless because it is just fine in a bag. So I made it my little cord pouch. <laughs> and I will name to you everything that is in this cord pouch. So I always keep three cables in there, two lightning cables and an Apple Watch cable, two AC packs, one iPhone size and one iPad size, a square reader, because you never know, you never know. Huh. A device cleaning cloth, an SD to micro SD adapter, a 3.5 millimeter headphone jack for when I rent cars or zip cars because sometimes people steal them, a USB connector kit um, in case I have to do podcasting on the road, which sometimes happens, and an HDMI connector for my iPad. Oh, and a battery pack. I keep a little battery pack. Oh my God. And it all fits in there. It sounds like a lot, but it's really not. Is this just kind of like your, um, I guess, safety pack? Or do you find yourself utilizing all of these items often? Here's the thing. I don't use them all often. I Like, for example, the HDMI connector I only use once a week when I teach. Um, mm-hmm. They have an HDMI connector that I connect in my iPad for presentations. Other than that, the only thing that I use on the day is just like one lightning cable, maybe my Apple Watch if I'm doing a lot of workouts, and my cleaning cloth. That's really it. Honestly, it's just like kind of a little fail safe. It's like, okay, I know in my little go pack that I have everything there if I need it. If I need to take files off something, I don't have to worry about anything. It's there at the bottom of my bag. So I want to focus a little bit more here on... Because we talk about what we take with us usually on trips and you continually eat. That's fine. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Oh, I bring snacks to you sometimes. I am, I am always the podcast dad on whatever podcast I'm on. <laughs> I want to talk about bags. I want to talk about bags and headphones. Yes. Now, I am a absolute bag nut. That is, This is like the thing that I kind of obsess over way too much. I love a good backpack and I love a good tote bag. It is ridiculous. I have nails pinned on my wall in my office that I can hang all my bags on so they're nice and float. So I love talking oh about God. bags. So <laughs> when you travel, what bags do you take with you? Whatever the wire cutter suitcase is, um, that carry-on bag, as well as the Timbuktu uh, Swig laptop backpack. I have two requirements. It needs a slot for my laptop, a slot for my iPad, a slot for pens. I said two, and now I'm just keep naming things. Yep, okay, just, just keep, just going, keep going. Just keep going, everybody. Oh, boy, I'm running with it. Um, And most importantly, which is surprisingly difficult, so many backpacks I would love, but they don't have a water bottle holder. And the, and the best part about the uh, Timbuktu Swig's little water bottle holder is it's not little, and it can hold 
a standard water bottle as well as perhaps a Red Bull on the side, <laughs> which is something I find myself carrying often. <laughs> um, and it also does not have zippers. Uh, it has Velcro and those uh, buckles, clips, whatever. Yeah, those um, are definitely much more superior. <laughs> I want to hear a zipper story. Okay, so I will move on to the zipper story once I get to my third bag. So oh there's usually... There's usually three bags, um, and these are all interchangeable, not counting tote bags here. So my basic daily driver that I like to carry around, I love Herschel bags. I think mm-hmm. they're the cutest bags in the world, and they have like a nice blend between quality, cost. You know, I'm not you know dropping so much money on it, and I don't feel like I am like a middle-aged dad hiking when I'm just like, want to look cool. You know, I'll admit, <laughs> I dress really nice and I want to make sure my bag compliments it. I you thought know? you were going to say quality cost in hipsterdom. <laughs> <laughs> nah, well, I mean, like you could say that. Yeah, I mean, like they are. They look like hipster asshole bags, but I think I look pretty fucking good in it. Um, so my daily driver is the Little America bag. Um, it has like these cool little straps that are completely not functional, but they in fact uh, do like um, snap on the top. My favorite part of it though is that it's semi-expandable. So it has like a drawstring at the top, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. makes sense for my packing because I don't believe in suitcases when I travel. I do not like suitcases. Oh, so wait, we got to circle back, but keep going. <laughs> I don't like suitcases. I like to have a backpack and a duffel, um, which will move on to my other bag. Whenever I travel with my bike, I will use the um, my Linus pannier, uh, which I kind of call my waterproof tote bag. Um, it's called the SAC, S-A-C. Um, and it's wonderful. It's a nice little waterproof bag. Doesn't have a lot of space in it, but it holds enough for a mini laptop, a lunch, things of that. My duffel situation here is where I'm considering changing it. So right now I have a Herschel novel duffel, but this is where my zipper story pops in. (laughs) The last time I went to New York, I had a situation with this said duffel bag. So the zipper split. And usually that's like not a problem. I can fix it. But this shit split to the point of not repair. And it fucking happened as I'm waiting for the queue in the middle of fucking rush hour with all my stuff on the Mm. way to LaGuardia. Oh, gosh. So imagine me with my backpack and my duffel heading to the airport in the middle of rush hour and my bag bursts. First of all, I'm pissed. Second of all, I'm like holding everything together, like underwear all flopping out, just like <laughs> I am embarrassed. So I'm like, all right, what what the what the hell am I going to do? I'm not going to miss this plane. So I get to the airport and they're like, okay, you obviously can't like we can't check this bag with mm-hmm, everything mm-hmm. falling out. So I'm there and they give me <laughs> they give me a pack of packing tape. No. And they tell me, you're going to have to wrap this around. So I'm at the front in front of this very packed plane, packing taping my entire bag wrapped around. And I understand why. I understand why. But it was so embarrassing. And, you know, I just had this whole feeling of like, oh, yeah, like, uh, here I am, you know, probably already thinking of me and black. And I have this like really wrapped up bag and all this stuff, just thinking of all these things. And I obviously have to carry it around. Um, <laughs> from that airport back to Chicago and it's just like oh my god I'm so embarrassed <laughs> so needless to say I do not like this duffel I am in the hunt for a new <laughs> duffel 
if anyone has some recommendations for great duffel bags, let me know. I don't want suitcases. I despise suitcases. So yeah, that's my bag story. Can can I ask why? Because I feel like after hearing that story, you would be pro suitcases. Whenever I travel, I hate looking like a traveler. I absolutely hate looking like mm. a traveler no matter where I go, which is why I don't pack a lot of stuff. I, I, I like to blend in as much as I can because I don't like to attract a lot of attention to myself, um, especially like, matter of fact, especially anywhere. So immediately, like, I just think about whenever I'm on the blue line in Chicago and immediately I see a suitcase, I get pissed because I know you're going to take up a lot of space. You're (laughs) probably not from here and you're probably going to annoy me. So I try to think of, like, how can I not annoy people in the city that I'm about to be in? And usually Mm -hmm, I can combat mm -hmm. that by having a backpack or maybe a duffel. That way I look like, all right, I'm going to the gym. I belong here. I live here. So on and so forth. That is the main reason why I bring a tote bag. Because when I am all settled in my Airbnb or hotel, I usually just carry around a tote with me. I feel like we have the same sentiment, but we just because we travel differently. Um, it's well. F- so, for example, b- before I had this suitcase, I was I had a, a duffel bag, um, and it it was a hot mess. Um, <laughs> and I, I've had it since I was like. 10 years old it was and i am 25 now so like this is a quality duffel bag ll bean it's great it has my name on it it's yellow it's ugly as fuck but it's great um i'm just thinking (laughs) that that is a fashion disaster oh it is it is but but it's (laughs) but that's the thing no one wants to steal it um that is valid yes that is so valid however um the plate because i do such like businessy bullshit i totally totally stick out with this bag and it also the the places where I'm at, they are almost built to maneuver quickly with suitcases, especially airports. And I will admit, I and, and here's the thing. Okay, I'm not completely against suitcases. I maybe might warm up to a suitcase if it looks nice. But when I see those fucking people like kind of just skate around in the airport with those like wheels on the bottom, not the two wheels, but the four wheeled ones, and they just like I'm that person. Yeah, and they just like <laughs> so smoothly. I'm like, okay, you know. If I wasn't just like such an asshole, I would totally just get one and suck it up. Here's well, and and and, and uh, I used to be that person who, who was like, oh, look at that that suited man going all. Spinning. I know, I know, same here, but, same here. But but like, if you're if you spend that much time in an, an airport, you hate yourself and you just want to go. You're not. You're t- most people. I think I've accepted aren't trying to be rude. They just hate you. They hate themselves. They hate everybody. And all they have in life is this well functioning bag. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sometimes that's like the only luxury you have. Yeah. And I think we should definitely have an, I definitely think we should have an episode later on about like tech luxuries and like what, like kind of like how the small things can make you feel nice. Yes. Yeah. Cause I have a few for those, but what about your headphone situation? So I travel with, um, headphone. Oh my gosh. I totally forget the name of the headphones that I got recently for work and they, are um, the the best headphones I've ever had, uh, and probably one of the cheapest. Actually, if you go to a Marco Arment's headphone review, they're like the uh, number one um, closed headphones. Like they're not portable, but I do bring them um, on plane because they are pretty compact. Uh, also, Sony for the longest time I had Sony MDRs, but um, since they're the radio standard, they've got that coiled cord, which is just a disaster mm. when traveling. Um, so I bring those for the plane and for editing work. Um, but for just walking around, I use uh, Apple earbuds, which are strangely enough the only earbuds 
that my uh, that my ears like. So really? yeah, I've tried noise canceling things. I've tried uh, you know those like you sort of like clip them over your ears and yep. put them in. Yep. How about you? So I kind of like have a similar setup. So like whenever I'm active, just the buds. Apple mm-hmm. earbuds, or if I purposely want, like for instance, if I'm gonna be in a cab, or if like I'm in like one was the Lyft line or the Uber pool things, I'll use the Apple earbuds because they're bright white. They sense that you don't want to talk, <laughs> yes, and I don't want I I don't want to talk to you. Um, but yeah, like that'll be the Apple buds mostly. But for everything else, especially like when I'm sitting down trying to get some work done, if I'm editing or like for instance if i'm on a plane or a train um i swear by the bauer and wilkins p5 wireless ones mainly because they look really nice and they sound really well and those leather cups on your ears feel luxurious as fuck like that is like something (laughs) that i that is definitely something where it was definitely a splurge purchase like i saved up like hell to get these just mainly because like i feel really well while wearing them and it's weird that like headphones can be like a miniature confidence booster to yourself like when you listen to music and you can hear certain things and you feel really cool while wearing them and it's kind of like my beef with like maybe some of the other headphones where they're like oh yeah these are the best picks but they look hideous Mm-hmm. Like I feel like a badass when I'm walking through the airport with my wireless headphones and <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, I got no cords and, you know, just like, ooh, they look so stylish. And yeah, I really like them. I've gotten a lot of compliments from random people um, and they just sound really nice. And they surprisingly, they're not soundproof because the noise canceling ones make me give me motion sickness. Yeah. I, oh. They're the closest thing to noise canceling because they do a good job of like canceling out certain frequencies, especially ones that are highly constant like plane noise or anything of the like. But I, I just want to emphasize like I've never heard James compliment himself before about his like style and it is he is not like <laughs> uh, he is like one of the most stylish people I know <laughs> and it's uh, like upsetting how beautiful his headphones are oh, even though you. I would n- never wear them because I'm a, a, a big nerd um, <laughs> like just in this room James has this beautiful car- actually I think I have that same cardigan but um, and, and I'm like is it from Uniqlo? Yep. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 Oh, God. We have to cl- have a close episode one time. Oh, my God. Oh, Tech that'll be. That'll... <laughs> <laughs> Any, uh, and, anyway, do you find that your headphones, well, especially for my me, my earbuds have become basically a public security blanket? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I can tell you how many times I like to have them on. It... Um, Like, for example, like when I bike. I don't usually have anything on when I'm biking, but like I'll have like one in mainly because like I've gotten um, like street harassed while I'm on my bike and just having them on kind of make me feel like, oh, yeah, like I can't, you know, like uh, I am blocking you out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I often especially going for uh, walks like around the city. um, like I'll I'll get a lot of uh, gay slurs and stuff like that, and just having them on and not I'm like I can hear you, fucker. Mm. But uh, but they I feel like there's this expectation that they don't expect you to respond, and but then when they insist that you do, then then it's like okay, time to find someone to help. Um, right. And that got dark, but uh, no, but that's s- life. But seriously, this it is, is life. life. Yeah, <laughs> it is completely like the the oh man, I don't want to get into it. But the other day. Like I, I think my headphones 
probably prevented a very dangerous situation. Uh, all right, I'm I'm about to fall asleep. So so do we have any other um te- uh, tech travel things? Because before the before we flip before we flip the switch, oh, um, I yeah, you know, I don't have anything else. Let's just jump right in. So. Mm. So my, my question for this week is, um, what would be one piece of automation you would introduce into your sex life? Wait, what? Hold on. <laughs> oh, okay. Wait, is this exactly what you were going to ask me? No, no. I thought, I th- oh, so we're both asking each yeah. other questions. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay, wait, wait. Oh, yeah. Ask me that question again. Okay, what would be one piece of automation you would introduce into your sex life? I'll give you an example of mine. So I would really wish that if would connect um, to devices that you know have your body temperatures uh, like such as my Apple Watch. I wouldn't want it to track my heart rate and my blood pressure. Who knows? Probably maybe future model Apple Watch too. Anything. Um, so that way you can automatically send a message to my partner when I'm feeling hot. Of course, <laughs> it would automatically disable this functionality during workouts. It would know itself. But, you know, like, for instance, if you can have, like, location services automatically do various things using if, then why not, you know, if it notices your blood pressure is this way and then your heart rate is at a certain moment, you can automatically send a message and then just be like, all right, just, you know, when you're ready. This technology is almost there because there are things that will help you. I think there is an app on your watch that will help you figure out when you're ovulating so like this this Very i feel close. like you we're, we're could so make close. this like if 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 they... are you like you know i feel like we're not too far off to have some sort of like bluetooth enabled cock ring somehow. dude that exists oh that has well, to, shit, well yeah. all right no oh wait no i'm thinking like there's like this you're gonna little... make me google let yeah. me turn on my private search. There's, <laughs> there's also a uh, like a, uh, uh, I, I guess I don't know. It, I don't know if it's a dildo or like a little strap-on-y bullet vibey thing. I don't know. But like the the other person, it's a remote con- a Bluetooth remote control, so you can. Oh like, my god! I found something called the Sex Fit. It is a <laughs> pedometer for your penis. This is what the headline says. <laughs> this is courtesy of Engadget. <laughs> It's a ring that sits at the base of the penis, trapping blood for better erections, and it packs an accelerometer and Bluetooth module. Oh, it'll tell you your thrust per minute and even the calories you've burned, and you can share those figures with your friends on social. Okay, other than that last part, like, I'm not totally... <laughs> right, I'm not totally against that. <laughs> like, yeah, I would like to know how many calories you burn during sex. You know, I, <laughs> you okay. know, I, we'll, we'll talk about that one off there. I, so, I, <laughs> wait, okay, let's... All right, I, I'm going I'm not, to say something about perhaps a Fitbit that... <laughs> or perhaps, or no, it was a jawbone. It was uh, the... the, the I love that it's called a jawbone. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, Bone let's just... with your jawbone. Let's just say that I really <laughs> wanted... To, I didn't want my activity to be, not be tracked during this period of time, but my partner was very upset because it, it, would, it would, like, pinch her and... <laughs> That's fair. See, wearables... Yeah, there should be, like, some sort of... Yeah. I told that story. What a day. <laughs> it's a great story. Um, but you still haven't answered this question. So what oh, is it? Oh, uh, 100. See, I thought, and I, well, I have a uh, travel question for you. Um, yeah, but that's I, fine. I thought, uh, uh, <laughs> I'm going way pie in the sky for this, but um, 
like a basic, basically a not a sex bot, but just like a massage arm bot. Like I that at, just afterwards you can get a massage after you come or or not or just just afterwards. Uh, <laughs> that actually like, sounds pretty like helpful. arms come out of the holes <laughs> that are just like. Mm. <laughs> so that way, for example, for example, if like you have a, a mutually timed orgasm and you you but and you can both have massage at the same time, I don't like know. that would be very helpful. Like kind of uh, like at the you know like various places of the uh, house. Like for instance, like one at the headboard, one wherever. I, I just kind of want this in my life. It doesn't yeah, have yeah. anything to do with sex. I, I just it honestly sounds really nice. I mean, that's the thing. You have certain modes to turn it on and off as needed. Mm-hmm. All right, that's good. Uh, what's what's your question what it, for me? Um, do you have sort of any personal or uh, like literal technologies for uh, in engaging with the partner in a hotel room or while you're away? Can you even have sex in an Airbnb? Should anybody do that ever? <laughs> I just uh, <laughs> Like, when I go into a hotel room, I assume that everything has been licked, shat on, cummed on. I think or that's like a just... fellow, I think that's a f- yeah. fair su- assessment. I mean, like, I feel like the only technology is just really kind of make sure. Like, I did not tell you about my condom pouch. Um <laughs> I assume it, it, yeah. that every every yeah. person yeah it's it's one. very it's very it's very similar to the cord pouch about at least in size um, <laughs> except this one I got from like Renegade Craft Fair which it's, so it's like a bespoke condom pouch <laughs> um, so um, I honestly think that's like a technology that you should carry around it's wonderful technology um, other than that you know it's nothing an iPad and a Wi Fi connection can't handle this is why we'll never have an Airbnb. <laughs> um, <laughs> someone was like listen i will give you a small fortune but you must use that fortune to invest in many airbnbs and you have to be the one to clean it and i'll be like nope yeah well that's i am the worst hotel guest um (laughs) really is why just leaving your shit everywhere um who are you not well no actually in in hotel rooms i'm very I'm very precise about where i put my things i actually have like one place and I, i don't like to scatter my objects across a hotel room the hotel's objects however all over the place. Just fair game <laughs> just towels towels everywhere pillows everywhere room service like um which yeah is, <laughs> i am the same way I'm i am the exact same way person. my stuff it's is perfect. contained yeah. one place <laughs> meanwhile i'm just like fuck it and i think it just might be like the child in me that's just like oh yeah this isn't my shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know I, okay so you have to answer <laughs> this i'm not letting you out off the hook for this the reason that we do this too is also i think it's important for us to continue to have um you know sex positive conversations on our podcast but but it's also like a form of self-care for me for recognizing how suppressed i am and how uh uncomfortable i am about everything um for instance having sex in a hotel room because so many people fucked in that bed there have been babies conceived on that bed uh but i have found this amazing technology to solve all your problems and it's called the shower so you take a cold shower to like rid yourself of like no you fuck in the shower (laughs) oh you fuck in the shower okay i see i see i see see i'm always afraid of falling the the but that's what that's the thing in hotel showers they are um required to have some sort of stable stabilization i'm still device. afraid of that shit i, I mean I'm, uh, i don't know I'm I, more I don't afraid trust of it. leftover 
semen crawling into my that's how insane i am about what is this, this a lifetime movie <laughs> i got pregnant from leftover semen in a hotel bed oh wow that would be a, a very long title first that's, of all that's and not a <laughs> lifetime movie that's a sci-fi movie that's like <laughs> what are your favorite travel tips pg or otherwise you uh, should send it to us send send i want to convince james to um get a suitcase especially if he's checking it let's so if you have any suggestions for james about uh cool suitcases stylish uh, only and but i have a budget stylish and uh i i think i have a suggestion i'm gonna look look up uh, a good timbuktu bag but yeah you should let us know that uh how can they do that alex on twitter at underscore refresh fm and you can find me at at Alex Cox, and that is spelled C O X, not C O C K S. It happened again in Boston. <laughs> I uh, put on my bar tab. Um, uh, no. Put put it on. Uh, put it on Cox. <laughs> yep, I said put it on. I, I said put it on the Cox room, and they're like, "Oh, I'm nope. sorry, we we can't find that." And I was nope. like, "Oh no! Oh, that's right. It's because you're typing." Okay. <laughs> and, and in fact, they typed cock, not cocks. So <laughs> put it on the cocks. <laughs> uh. I'm 12. And you can find me at underscore James T. Green. Like the color. And and you should listen to my show, Roboism, with Savannah Million, where we talk about robots and feminism, but mostly robots. And I don't usually eat on that show. Usually. And <laughs> you can find me on my other show, which is Open Ended. You can find that at openendedfm on Twitter or openended.fm on the website or anywhere you find podcasts, Overcast, iTunes. This has also been a production of Pulse Loudness, a collective of independent audio shows by people of color, women, and queer-identified hosts. Learn more at pulseloudness.com. This has been another episode of Refresh, where the F and F5 stands for fuck suitcases. <laughs> Have you thought about just a portable black light that you just carry on you? James, I would have an instant panic attack. Just, <laughs> I would I would immediately just storm out and be like, I need to change rooms. But it's the thing. It's like knowledge, knowledge is power, question mark. I mean, like. And normally, you know what? I actually have thought about doing that and then just doing it after, like, before I'm about to check out. Just out of <laughs> curiosity. No, I feel like that's a bad idea. Mm-hmm.